I can hit the button, ladies right? and gentlemen, it's sports fans of all ages. It's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world, who's had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get a huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right, everyone, welcome. Welcome to the huddle. Nevada Nick here in a disappointing night game. I mean, horrific, worst Sunday night football game of the season. Not because I'm a Giant fan and I needed the Eagles to do something right this season, but of course, Doug Peterson doesn't know his ass from his elbow in big games all of a sudden. Oh, I'm trying to win, but I'm going to put in a guy who was making sandwiches at Wawa last week. And, I mean, look, I don't think Hertz knew that he was getting taken out by the look on his face on the sideline. And I don't think Sudfeld knew he was going in just based on look at the way he played. I mean, you know, come on. It, it just, it just, you know, just tell us you're tanking. And then you have the balls to tell us, oh, well, I'm trying to win the football game. You clearly were not when you have nine guys on the uh, inactive list that had nothing to do with injury. Yeah. Nothing. And, and you know what, Coach? They still should have won the game. They really should have. I mean, that, and that's what's disappointing. You know what? And if that was the case, then just start Nate Sudfeld. You know what right. I mean? Just start Nate Sudfeld and basically let everybody know what your intentions are. But right. then to afterwards, go and treat everybody like they're a moron and say, uh, we're trying to win the game. I wish I was reporting there because I would have – I mean, I know they're doing Zoom or whatever now. But my question would have been, okay, so you're planning to win the game. Well, did you think Nate Sudfeld gave you a better chance to win than Jalen Hurts? How right. do you answer that question? You don't. Because he wanted to give some guy that we've had for four years that's been drafted in the sixth round a look. I mean, you've, been, you've seen the guy in training camp. You've seen the guy in practice every day. If you don't know what you got, I mean, and I think we all know Nate Sudfeld isn't the future of, of quarterbacking for Philadelphia. And, and the thing that pisses me off is it's just like the integrity of the game. And I know some people say, well, you said the Jets are loose. That's a different scenario. They're going for the number one pick. And they say, well, the Steelers yesterday sat people. Yeah, well, the Steelers, that was strategy because they didn't feel like they could improve their spot. They felt like the Bills were going to win, so they want to rest guys like Big Ben and have them fresh for that second game against the Browns. And I'm sure, too, they didn't want to show the Browns any more looks in a meaningless game for them. So I get it. And, look, um, it's just a shame. The Giants win yesterday. and. You know, the Redskins, they look like they didn't care, to be honest yeah. with you. They, you know, for, for the NFC's championship, I thought the Eagles played harder. They look good. And you know what? It was Jim Schwartz's last game, too. That's what's disappointing. You know, and those guys balled out yesterday and give them an opportunity to win. And you know what? You, we, we want Jalen Hurts to be the future of, of our team. And, and this is good for him to get these fourth-quarter comebacks and get this experience for next year against a really good defense. And you know that's in the Redskins' head next year. Right, and what is what is the difference when we're talking about pick nine and pick six? What What's the drop-off there? I mean, we're not talking about the number one pick in our dire need. You're not there. But we're talking about three spots. I, I just don't see how that, how that really benefits – you and I have not looked at any of the mock drafts yet. I, I won't do that probably till after yeah. the Super Bowl. Um, mm -hmm. As far as players, I mean, I look at the mock draft just to see where the orders are, yeah. but right. I, I'm not looking at guys. So I, I'm just wondering who's there at six that that's going to projected to be there at six. Right. That is, you know, like you said, I don't, I don't think the kid from Alabama is going to be there. The right. receiver. Yeah, and I don't think the Eagles are going to draft a receiver anyway. Um, but you know what, too, Coach? You know how it is with the draft. It's a crapshoot. It's a 50-50 proposition. You're absolutely right, Kellyanne. Coach, yeah, I agree, Kellyanne. And, and, Coach, you know it, too. 
Look at last year. You had Ruggs, Jerry Judy, uh, Jalen Rager. All these guys were drafted before who? The best receiver in the draft right now, Justin Jefferson, right. who was drafted. You know what I mean? So you never know. You could fall, end up taking nine and taking the second guy, and he's better. Look at the – like with Lane Johnson. You know, a lot of people with, with that year, he was considered the third of, the, of all the tackles. Right. He ended up being the best. So you don't know either. They still got to get on the field and translate, and, and sometimes it's situation, whatever it may be. But, I mean, for, for three spots, it sends a bad message to your team, to Jalen Hurts, to everything. And, honestly, I'm, I, I really I hate it because it's overreaction Monday, I know. But I'm just kind of done with Doug. I really am. I hope they move on. I don't think they will. But – I mean, we'll see what happens, but I, I he, he's just frustrated me to the hilt. I mean, he really has, and I kind of hope they move on. I, I, I agree. Honestly, if you keep Doug, you got to tell him he can't call the plays. He needs to bring in an offensive coordinator, and I know everybody says, oh, uh, uh, Deuce, 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 but Deuce has no experience calling plays, and and maybe that might be a good thing so Doug can kind of have a hand in that. But I, I just think that you need somebody because Frank Reich was there to be in Doug's ear and kind of guide him a little bit. And now there's no one in his ear and there's no one there to tell him anything and he's just going off the rails. Yeah, Kellyanne, I do not think the NFL is going to do a damn thing about it. They're yeah. moving on. They're, what can they do, really? Yeah, well, I mean, you know what, though? It's a bad look for the NFL, though, and they know it. On your Sunday night, your cornerstone game, right. yeah, they ain't bringing back Chip. Um, <laughs> but, no, you know, the Sunday night, the cornerstone game, it, it, it's not a good look for the NFL. And, you know, look, I think we all know none of these NFC's teams were going to make a run in the playoffs. But still, it's you know what? These guys all work hard, including the Eagles. You know, mm -hmm. they work hard at their craft. You know, you got to – look, we've had plenty of times, the Eagles, plenty of times in the last 20 years where we went into Sunday and we needed help from other teams. And these teams – other teams gave us help. Like – and 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 then, like, just out of respect for the integrity of the game, right. you go and play hard. You know, I know these guys are rivals and whatnot, but still – you know, you respect the, the effort they're putting in to try to win, and we go and just, just lay an egg like that. And it was a disgrace. And I, like I said, I just feel bad for Jim Schwartz. He deserved better. Jalen Hurts deserved better. And, the you know, the, the uh, Eagles players and the NFL, the, everybody, they, they, the Giants, they deserve better. And it's a shame. And it's on Doug. And I'd love to know because, to me, if, how, if, if Jeffrey Lurie – didn't know know about this, I think it's a fireable offense. Because after this year and basically the failure of being able to develop Carson Wentz, if he went and made a decision like this without Jeffrey Lurie knowing about it and okaying with me, it's a right. fireable offense to me. Now, it's, look, Mary very well been a strategy by the Eagles organization and said, look, Doug, go do this. And then you know what? You can't blame Doug. If this was coming from a higher but, up, you had to do it. You know what? Then, Doug, push the buck then. Don't tell us Don't tell us that I was right. trying to win the football game. Just right. say, hey, look, uh, we, we an organization decided that we wanted the sixth pick instead of the ninth pick, and I think the fan base would have been better with that than to come out and say we're trying to win I the agree. football game because everybody in America watching that football game but, knew they weren't trying to win the football coach, game. Coach, it's like you know. If somebody comes up to you and actually treats you with respect, it might not be the answer you like, but right. is honest with you, you right. respect that, then someone you know is lying to your face right. and treating you like a moron. Yep. You'll respect the fact that somebody at least will say, hey, look, this is what it was. Okay, you know what? At least the guy's honest. Then you sit there and basically piss on my head and tell me it's raining. You know right. what I mean? Because you go and you look at what is like, – like you look at New England. They had nothing to play for on Sunday. You didn't see Stidham come out there. They played until the end. And, I, you know, okay, it was the Jets. He's not going to win against the Jets. But you know what? Bill Belichick probably wants to have the record of all-time wins. Right. He's going out and playing every game to win them. Win them all, right. regardless. Right. And, you know, that's that's what he's trying to do. I, I, don't, uh, I don't see where the Eagles come and – how Sudfeld gives you a, a better chance. Oh, no, he, he doesn't. 
I mean, Doug's just, you know, and the fact that he wants to get a look at him, it's laughable. You know what? I saw I saw him up after the first series. That was enough look right. for me. And then he comes in the second series, and look, it was a bad snap. But dive on the ball. He's playing with it, and, you know, Chase Young hits it and runs. I mean, it's just the same. That defense should have given up only 17 points last night, and the Eagles should have won that game. And that's the other thing, too, not kicking the field goal. You know what? I, I've always – appreciated Doug's aggressiveness. But there's just aggressive, and then there's stupid. There's a difference. As you know, Coach, that was a defensive, low-scoring game last right. night, okay? Mm-hmm. When it's fourth and four against a good defense like the Redskins have, and you're at the four-yard line, kick the field goal when you're down three points and tie the game up. I, I don't get it. It makes no sense. And that, and that's what makes you question, like, what's he thinking? And then you hold know, on, he, hold on there, uh, Nick. We got a phone call. Let's hit the okay. phone line. You got it. The professor. <laughs> You're in the huddle. The professor. What's up, buddy? How you doing? All right. How how uh, how you been, man? How how's how's daddy life treating you? Baby at home is kind of like you know being a fan of any team in the NFC East. There's a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of crying and a lot of tantrums being thrown. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, yeah, it's, it's good, man. But I I just want to call and tell you that um, it's interesting because about this time last year, you know, I was uh, I was guest hosting for the uh, the show and and talking about how how scared I was of the Tennessee Titans playing the Baltimore Ravens and look what's about ready to happen again. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We're about to get to that because you know uh, uh, Derrick Henry was able to uh, you know ring the bell man two thousand wow. yards man that was that he had a big game. And 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 on top of that Stiz 25 and 6, another wow. winner for Stids, man. How about that? <laughs> On a roll, man. Picking over 80%. Unbelievable. That's pretty incredible. Absolutely. That's insane. See, you could have had the college fund paid for already. You live in the Stiz <laughs> there, Professor. Now, now, Professor, quick question. You're a Ravens fan? I am. I actually think the Ravens are really dangerous. I like the matchup this week. They're actually a three and a half point favorite. Um, I like how they look. They've won five straight. I think they're. I think Lamar Jackson. If you watched, he was trying to be something he wasn't earlier in the year, and now he's saying, you know what? I'm just going to do whatever it needs. You know, the team needs me to do to win, whether it's running the football, whatever. I like the uh, Ravens' chances this uh, this weekend. What do you think? I, I think it's a lot different than last year. I think last year, I'll be honest, as a fan, as a fan, I, I wasn't totally um, overlooking the Titans, but. You know, I was definitely feeling the fact that they had a bye, and I wonder if the team was feeling the same, where they kind of were coasting and resting on their laurels. And this year, they, you know, they don't have that luxury, and they got embarrassed last year. They weren't supposed to lose, so I think it's a different situation now. I think they are firing off on the cylinders, and I think you're right. I think Lamar Jackson's getting a little more comfortable, but now he just has to kind of prove it in the postseason. Yeah, no, 100 percent, no doubt about that. You're right about that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it, it's going to be an interesting game. I mean, it's going to be smash mouth football. We talk about playoff football, right? Yeah. And it's right. always uh, it's those run games. Those run games are key. And you got two of the best right there. So it's going to be – I uh, don't realize that before they did the, uh, the realignment of the divisions that, that the Steelers and the Ravens weren't the, the, um, the rivals. In the two, 90s and 2000s, it was just uh, – it was the Titans and the Ravens were the big rivals. Right. Um, yep. They redid the division. So, um, you know, this is just kind of another another chapter in their history. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. All right, Professor, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call, man. we got to get together here as soon as this, uh, we can. Mm. we got to get together, man. we got, we got to, you know, get some cheese whiz. And, uh, <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Got to get the whiz, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you, now, now, coach, that game, 
you know, I just think the weakness is going to be Tennessee, Tennessee's defense in that game. I really do. I like how Baltimore's playing. They had over 350 yards rushing yesterday. Um, now, look, you got to love Tennessee. Tennessee has a Super Bowl caliber offense. They really yeah. do. It's just the defense is going to be what burns them. Whether it's yeah, this week they, can't, they cannot really – they can't rush the passer, especially they brought Clowney in. Clowney got hurt again and isn't there. They just don't have that pass rusher that they need to put pressure on, on, on an opposing team. Yeah, no, and that and that hurt losing him. Um, but yeah, I mean they've been pretty bad all over. I mean Watson, they were down seventeen yesterday and came back. Obviously the Titans doink one in at the end to get the win. But uh, yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. But I'm telling you, really looking forward to three games Saturday, three games yeah. Sunday, yeah. and see. You know, obviously I'll give out uh, on Saturday. You know who I have. You know, obviously, uh, gambling-wise, I'll give picks out Saturday and Sunday. But uh, Saturday before the game start, I will give out, obviously, who I think makes it to the Super Bowl and, and the kind of the bracket and how it works out. Obviously, you will. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, man. I'm still hot for my cheese pick last year. Um, <laughs> and look, you know, Coach, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what you and Stiz say as well. But it's really interesting this year, man. It's wide open. Um, I know yeah, everybody has the Chiefs as a favorite, but I just have a feeling the Chiefs aren't going to win it this year. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I, I kind of like that team up in uh, the Canadian uh, border there. I, I really uh, – they're playing really – they put 56 up, you know. Yeah. And a game they're supposed to be resting people, you know. Right. And, and they just pretty much said, you know what, screw you, Dolphins. You don't, you're not yeah. in the playoffs yet. You're going to earn right. it. And, and uh, Coach – you know, they're a Hail Mary from Kyler Murray away from being 14-2. and two. So, right. you know, which would be tied for best record in the league. And, frankly, I've been as impressed with them as any team in the league. Because if you look at the Chiefs, I mean, look, they did what they were supposed to do. Supposed, supposed to do. They won games. But, you know, they struggled in December. They were eking through a lot of games. You know, they had seven straight until yesterday where they sat a bunch of starters, you know, obviously, but seven straight where they won by six or less. The Bills have just been slacking teams. You know, they beat up on Pittsburgh. They have some nice wins. I like, you know, they beat up on San Francisco. And look, San Francisco, although injured, they've given a look at yesterday with Seattle. That wasn't an easy win for Seattle yesterday. San Francisco's played tough. Yes, I agree with that. Now, let me ask you this, though, because and just to jump back to New England. And the season that they had the first time since Bill Belichick's first season that they haven't had a winning season. But, you know, let's face fact, uh, Cam Newton lost three games by himself. He, he gave three games away. So, you know, what do you think? If Tom Brady's still there, what, what do you think they are? What, what do you think? Where do you think they're at? Tom Brady was still there. I mean, they still would have been. But you got to remember now. Cam, I think they Cam win. Newton gave away three games, so yeah. right there, that's ten. That's ten and six. I got to believe they'd be twelve and four easily. Eleven and um, eleven and five. Twelve and four. I think maybe like ten and six. Remember three wins. I mean, but you could be right. I mean, let's not forget that Chiefs game. They should have won. Yep. There's some games in there that they lost. You're right. And look, I what just about think the Brady Buffalo game where Cam Cam fumbles at the end. All they yeah. need to do is take a field goal, and he fumbles the ball. No. And look, I know they didn't have a lot of weapons there, and it would have been tough for Brady. But still, just Tom Brady and the way he would have made made plays. I mean, let's not let's not kid each other here. The Patriots couldn't throw the ball. I yeah. mean. You know, it was he was inept as a passing quarterback. So, I mean, obviously with Brady there, you know, it would have they would have been more successful with that. Now they wouldn't have been able to run the ball, I think, as much because Cam did help running the ball a little bit, which we all know Tom Brady wouldn't have done. But it's still you're going to take Brady and his successes over Cam Newton. Look, Cam said yet yesterday he's not sure if he's there yet as a, being a backup quarterback. Cam, I'm sorry, man. You're a you're backup there. quarterback. Now, he, he could – you know, they could have better pieces around him. I do agree with that. And maybe he does a little better. But, man, he looked terrible. He just looked bad, and he looked bad for the whole second half of the season. I I, I agree. I agree 100% with that. You want to put and up then, what Stu said? Uh, yeah, I'm a little yeah, – uh, Yeah, and and look, I agree with it. I, I agree with you, Stu, because 
I, 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 I love how they look, but I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm saying that, Diz. I said that. They are coming out. Yeah. Because if there's one team I think that could beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead, it's the Bills. Their defense is playing really well right now. Yeah. No, their defense is playing better. I'm just – what worries me is, I mean, look, they got a tough mat matchup right out of the gate. No matter what, the Colts are decent. Now, I think the Bills should win the game, no doubt in my mind. But that's a tough game. Yeah. And then they're going to have to play – you know, if Baltimore beats the Titans, they're going to have to play Baltimore. That's a tough game. Um, we'll see what happens. At home. They don't have to go to Kansas City until right. the AFC Championship if they, right. you know, obviously. Well, so, you know, that plays a it, factor too. Right. And it's a shame, though, Coach, because I wish those Bills fans could be able to go to those games. I know they're well, going to have like 7,000 people. people in. Yeah, and here's the funny thing. I, I just want to share this story real quick. Uh, yeah. The uh, I Saturday – Went up, was up in you know your town there. Stopped by my uh, to Tony Luke's, and of course you would have thought the Flyers were playing. Line was around the corner. I'm in line. Guy talking to me, his eyes way up to Buffalo. He's a season ticket holder from down wow. here, and he said he told me this. He goes, you have to get up there and have to pay seventy five bucks to the NFL to get tested by the NFL, wow. and you're not allowed on the facility until. The day of, I'm like, so you got to pay for a hotel room for the extra couple of days that you got to go up there early to get tested. And yeah, he goes, it's kind of crazy, but you know what? We're in the playoffs. He was all, he was pumped, man. He didn't yeah. care. He didn't and, care. You know, we said honestly, and that, and that's the truth. I got two reasons for it, and I'll disclose both of them. One, I have the Bills at 25 to one to win the Super Bowl, <laughs> so I have a rooting interest. But you know what, though, too. I root for fan bases. I root for situations. You know, I've talked about the Cubs last year with the Chiefs. I really wanted to see Andy get a title. You know, look, man, the Bills have been through a lot. You know, four straight Super Bowl losses, which, I mean, I know what three straight NFC Championship losses meant to me. I can't imagine four straight Super Bowl losses. It would be a great story, and it would make sense for I know we're out of 2020, but it would make sense for – this this year for the Bills to freaking finally win the Super Bowl. Um, does it happen? I don't know. But it's going to be interesting. And to me, they're definitely one of the teams that have a shot because I think there's three teams in the AFC, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens. They're the only teams I think that can win the Super Bowl in the AFC. And the NFC, um, I think it's obviously the Packers, the Saints, and I don't ever doubt Tom Brady. I know it sounds crazy, but. I, I, I was don't think gonna it's going to happen. I was going to I you know what? The way the Saints have kind of been playing and whatnot, I really yeah. was, you know, if I had to rank them, it's, you know, Green Bay, uh, the Buccaneers, and and then the Saints. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to tell you this now, Coach. That's I'm right, more, Sam. I'm, I'm more – no, you're right, Sam. I agree. And, look, that offense is starting to play better. Um, it's, it's all going to be about the defense. So that defense, when their defense plays really well – like when we saw they played earlier in the year, they beat Green Bay 38-10. And let's for not, after that game, everybody was like, oh, my God, the Bucs are it. And they don't forget they, they whipped up on the Raiders, too, although obviously we saw what the Raiders, their true colors are. Um, but, no, it, it, it's it's going to be interesting. But I think I think the Saints are going to beat Green Bay. If the Saints and Green Bay play in the NFC Championship, I think the Saints are going to beat them. I really do. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I'm more concerned about the Saints getting through. I think they should beat the Bears, but I um, we'll see who they play in the second round. If the Seahawks win, it would definitely be the Seahawks. I you know I think they should win that game, but still, it's tough. You know, it's Russell Wilson. But how cool is that? You know, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers in be Green great. Bay in a playoff game. Who would have thought that would happen, man? Yeah. That that will be awesome because I you know. And coach, yeah. if it, if Seattle and Tampa Bay win. That will be the game because Seattle would play Saints because it's the two versus the three. And then it would be, which talk about, can you get a better second round games coach? Yeah. And this yeah. Drew Brees versus Russell yeah. Wilson yeah. and Tom Brady versus Aaron yeah. Rodgers. That's Absolutely. the NFL at its best, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Joe Fuller said Buffalo in a round. He did over Miami. <laughs> but Joe, where Joe's wrong, Joe has the Packers winning it all. And Joe, look. I respect Green Bay, but Joe, go take a look at their schedule, man, and look at the good teams when they play them. Um, they did beat the Saints earlier in the year. Saints didn't have Michael Thomas, and their defense was banged up. 
I think uh, I disagree, Joe. I think I think Packers are going to get beat. Now maybe you're right, but I, I think the Saints can beat them. And then I think if not, if they play the Bills or the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, I'm taking the Bills or the Chiefs. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Well, it's going to be a great playoff because it's wide it open. Is. It, it yeah. is. It is. I think you know with you know it's funny. I think the NFC. Any one of those four teams will, can come out and I think w- eventually win the Super Bowl, whether it's Green Bay, Seattle, uh, Tampa Bay, and uh, whoever I'm missing there, the Saints. Um, any one of those teams I think can win it. And I really think that, you know, I- I'm sorry, Professor, but I-, I think the Ravens are still a little bit all- a little bit away. I think it's Buffalo and the Chiefs and then everybody else. That's that's my my opinion of what I think. Yeah. So. Well, well, here my thing is with the Ravens is if they play a good defense. What Pepper that, Johnson was arrested? Get well, out of here, Joe. No, Joe. Joe <laughs> I think he's trying to mess with you. Josh yeah. Jacobs. Well, now somebody was arrested though. Josh Jacobs got arrested last night. Do you hear about that? No. He got a DUI after the game <laughs> in Vegas. Uh, uh, oh man. Yeah, Chris Lentz, coach, is not very happy with the John. I'm not happy with the Eagles. Uh, you know, that was terrible. I- I'm not happy that Doug did that. I think it was a big mistake. I I, I mean, you're playing to lose. I don't get it. Yeah, that that's, you know, you, you're playing to be fired. That That's the way I look at it. You should be fired. And you said it earlier. That's a fireable offense. And, you know, the Raiders yesterday, I mean, they almost, squ- you know, they barely come out of that game. Yeah, and and yeah. coach, what what's messed up is the Broncos coach helped them. Yeah, so they were going to throw timeouts. You wasted three timeouts when they they have to score. You're ahead. He right. should be fired. And they would have got a delay a game, coach. They'd have got the delay a game, right? And they have to go back five yards. So now you got to get a two point from the seven, or you kick the extra point, right. which is still a little harder because then it's back from the wherever I think it's twenty five maybe, right? But right. still. I mean, they, then you got they got to tie it. I mean, I couldn't believe that. And once again, it just makes yeah, Bruton look terrible. Less than a minute, the Raiders have no timeouts, and you have all three of your timeouts. Why are you calling timeouts and helping the Raiders? Yeah, yeah. Well, and Joe, sorry to go on your guy, but man, why Jerry Jones is bringing back Mike McCarthy? I think you're going to hate that. That's terrible. McCarthy not challenging that catch yesterday. How do you make that mistake, Coach? And, and he said nobody, nobody in his box said it was a reviewable. He said that wasn't the official said they weren't there was nothing to review. But I'm coach, like, what were you, you looking at? That's they, a huge play. You know what I mean? You know it, coach. That's such a big play. You throw the red flag. I mean, right. if it's close, you, you know how it goes. And I don't get whether – and here's the other thing. I really think Jerry Jones is keeping McCarthy because he's a bigger puppet than Jason Garrett. Yes. I really do. Because, look, they gave Kellen Moore an extension a couple days before that game. So Where basically he was you're just saying, hired as Boise State's uh, head coach, and yeah. Jerry Jones gave him more money to stay. Right. But basically you're saying to McCarthy, you can't even evaluate your own coaching staff. You know what I mean? I would take it – I would hope – the defensive coordinator's out, obviously. Right. But still, I just don't like McCarthy, and I think that's going to be a big regret for Dallas because Dallas, if they can fix the defense, you know, they have the tools offensively if that line can get healthy to be a good team. It's just you got to fix the defense. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, you know, and because that's a pretty good one-two punch with the running back, Pollard yeah. and uh, Zeke, when they're yeah. both healthy and can be on the field. Right, and Coach, you want to put up what Stiz said just now? Yeah. About, I think 100% they did, Stiz. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's the right thing to do. I really do. I Because I, I believe it's the latest game Sunday, too. Because um, obviously if the game was Saturday, Kamara couldn't have played because it would have, been, would have been in the 10-day protocol. So I think it's the right thing to do. I mean, yeah. you don't want guys missing big players. So And hopefully they figure something out because I don't want any of this BS going on during a playoff weekend. You know, where you get some news, oh, this guy's out, that guy's out, and then it's going to fit, you, you know, factors into who wins the Super Bowl. Right, right. I, I agree with that, but, you know, because now we are down at, at, at playoff time. It's playoff time. And I, and I think teams should, they should make some kind of small bubble, man. 
It's CD Lamb, not CB Lamb there, Sam. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you probably just hit the wrong number. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Sammy smoking that cigar with the funky stuff in it and hit the wrong number. <laughs> then stop partying and it gets COVID. It gets COVID. <laughs> but, yeah, I think they should quarantine them and they should have to stay in, like, the team hotel or whatever all week and, and have that, you know, so they're not out – you know, with, with that chance, but well, you know, I'm really curious too, coach, is what's going to happen Super Bowl week. Like, are they going to? I doubt they're going to do the whole, you know, the whole media day and all. Yeah, yeah. I would think you can't do that, right? No, it's going to be all virtual, probably. Wow. You know, but it's weird because in in Florida, in Florida, you know, they, uh, you know, things are opening up a little bit more than the rest of the country. So who knows? By February, Florida might just be. Hey, we're having fans and everything here. You know, well, then what do you do? Coach, we'll yeah. just have to take the yacht down from Dewey Beach. Yeah, down to Tampa, you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll get it gassed up. I'll call Captain Donnie and get him all ready to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. It'd be me and Coach on Media Row, and we'll be only two people. Like, oh, first one's here. Like in the, the Griswold movie, you know, first one's here. First one's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So it should be, and it should be interesting uh, too this week because I, I gotta believe that some some guys are getting fired. Uh, obviously, Adam Gase finally, finally, you know, let go, and the the search can begin for for the net the new uh, yeah. the next head coach for the Jets, and obviously I, Detroit, Houston, and uh, Atlanta are already in the process of of yeah. trying to you know Jags and Chargers too. And the Jags and the Jags that, you know, uh, Urban Meyer building steam. It's building steam. And, you know. The only problem with that, though, Coach, Khan, uh, the owner, came out today and said he's going to have last decision on personnel. And I don't know that Urban Meyer is going to be okay with that. I think he loves Lawrence coming in. But to me, Coach, and I think you'd agree, if you're a coach, the most attractive job, I think, is the Chargers. So you got Justin yeah. Herbert there. A pretty good defense. And that defense was pretty there. good to begin with. And Derwin James you know, coming back, right? I, yeah. I, you know, I, I think the Chargers. I, you know, I still think Atlanta is pretty good, but I think that you're. I don't know what the contract situation is, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, uh, the quarterbacks on uh, Matt Ryan is is you know set yeah. walking, traded, and moved on. If uh, not, you, know, you definitely draft somebody. I think, Coach. You know what I mean? And it might even be yeah. a first-round guy but let, and let him kind of – because he can still play Matt Ryan. But um, – What's in the word? Yeah, I know, Joe, it's weird. You got to be careful with those. Stiz brought that up last week where the Bucks they they won the game by 40 points and then they played the next day and the Heat beat the, Heat beat the Bucks. The Heat, yeah, the Bucks beat the Heat by like 40-some points. Without, without Jimmy Butler, they played the next day. And then, like I said, without Jimmy Butler, he'd come back and beat the Bucks. So you never know. And I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte did win tonight. Um, but, no, and, and Coach, I, I saw the list the Jets were coming up with, and actually I like it. You know, they got Brian Dobble in there who coached under Belichick and Saban at Alabama, who's the Bills' offensive coordinator. Eric Bieniemy. Um, they got the Titans' offensive coordinator. So it's I, I like where they're going. I mean, I would lean towards Dobble or Bieniemy. But we'll see what the Jets do. And, you know, if I'm – like I said, if I'm a coordinator, with them losing that first pick, man, like I said, I'm leaning towards the Chargers. I I agree. I agree. And, you know, or, or even Houston. I think Houston, you already know what you have Watson, in, in that quarterback, you know. Yeah. I mean, the, the I think the problem is, is uh, J.J. Watt. He's big the money. problem there because yeah. you're paying him big money. He's declined some, and and he's a fan favorite. He does love so in that community. Yeah. We love him so much, but I, I mean, it's to a point where I think you're going to have to part ways with him, and you yeah. know, see if you can't get some pieces in return before you just let him walk. Well, and the the money and the play don't equal up anymore. And right. look, I you know JJ Watt was great, and you know, let's not forget too. Now, this year he was on the field, but in previous years he hasn't been able to stay on the field. Tours bicep, I believe, multiple yep. times. You know, had some inju- you know some injuries. 
I, I mean, look, if you tell me I can get J.J. Watt for $5 million a year or something, I'm fine with it. But I think he's getting 15 or $20 million a year. Yeah. So I have an issue with that. And that's something they're going to need to look, about, look at. But you know it too, Coach. Whenever you can and, say if you're taking a head coaching job and you have your left tackle and a quarterback, you're, you're ahead of the game, actually. Yeah, you, know you I mean? are. And the problem, though, is when you go to Houston, they don't have a first-round pick because they yeah. gave it to Miami. And, look, I, I am still not sold on Tua. Do you, I don't know with that team if you're going to be have a top-10 pick for a while. Yeah. I oh, would, that's I, I'm sorry, I'd take a flyer on a quarterback, man. I, I'm sorry. Well, I don't know if I'd use the third pick, but you're yeah. at 18. If if Trash or, or one of those guys, the Alabama kid or somebody's still there, I, I would pick a quarterback there. Because well, I think you got to give Tua a shot with some weapons, Coach. They don't have much there. Leading receiver only had 650 yards. You need to give them some weapons. They couldn't because he does actually throw an accurate deep ball. But I think they take you. You get a guy like Devontae Smith from Alabama, put him on the Dolphins. Maybe two is better. But you might be right. Two does not did not look good, especially yesterday. You know, um, and, oh, big deal. He threw for three over three hundred yards, and but he still threw two touch two interceptions. Yeah. You know, it was all a mop up because they were behind the whole game. Well, and you know what, Coach? Too somebody brought up a, a good a good point that two has been coached his whole life. In high school, it was his dad, who was a really good coach. And then it was Saban, and now it's Flores. And where did Flores learn from? Belichick. So it's always, don't make the mistake. Don't make the mistake. Don't make the mistake. So that's drilled into his head. And I think sometimes you got to let it go. Look at Fitzpatrick when he came in against the Raiders for the Dolphins and just let it go. And you know what? Yeah, some mistakes are going to come with that. But you can't be so conservative that you can't move the ball which has kind of happened with the Dolphins a couple times this year, and then you got to go to Fitzpatrick, there's going to come a time that you're not going to be able to obviously go to Fitzpatrick, and you need Tua to be the guy. And not just that, that's just not good for the locker room because then guys are going to start saying, hey, if we need to go to this guy in the fourth quarter, why don't we just start him? You know what I mean? And just go to Fitz. Right. Well, they didn't have Fitz to go to Sunday, so they had to stick with Tua, and you saw it it just wasn't wasn't working – just wasn't working out. So, right. you know, I'm just saying, I, I think if I, you know, you have two number ones, you, you have a lot of draft capital. Why not, you know, why not do that? But I could see them taking the third pick and maybe even dropping down a little bit. I mean, if you're the Eagles and want to trade up, you know, and then dropping back and picking up that receiver from Alabama, I think will maybe there at six. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, right. I just think the problem with that is, is basically drafting a receiver in the second round two years ago, in the first round last year, and then in the first round this year. And Howie talked about that too, Coach. And he basically said that, um, you know, give Rager time with over Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. that, you know, they, they did a lot of research into him. And then Metcalf, he basically said medical failed Metcalf. So that's why they didn't take him. So an excuse. But- well, uh, yeah, but I, you know what? So did, so did 31 other teams had failed him on a medical. So, no, you yeah. know, no, I, right. I that's why he was there at the, in the second no, you're round. Right. You know, you're right. So, you're right. But, you know, so we'll see. And same, uh, uh, who was the other kid that had happened to? I forget. But, um, but anyway, you're right. You don't want to be drafting the, the uh, three years in a row being, you know, Matt Millen. So, so we'll see. And, you know, the Giants side, when when are we firing Jason Garrett? When, you know, the Jason Garrett watch. When are we firing him? Okay. And when are uh, – and Dave Gettleman, when are those two guys getting fired and showing the door? I, I, I You know, that's just my opinion of what I think. I You know, and I feel bad for Daniel Jones because it will be his third OC in, you know, in three years. It's kind of – kind of – Kind of tough, but you know. Yeah. But no, I I agree with you on that one, and and that's part of the problem. Like I said, continuity and you know playing with the same guys, get you developing a rapport. It matters. Look at Brady in Tampa Bay this year, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god, he's going to these stars. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. Right. Him and Edelman have been playing for, with each other for years, man. And you you don't just make that up. Now they're starting to develop a little bit. And it's a shame, too, because I, I didn't hear today, but Mike Evans went out yesterday, Coach, and it didn't look good. 
Uh, I'm going to look that up right now because it almost looked like he had no stability in his knee yesterday. Ooh. Look that up real quick and see if he if they have any news on that because it. Did. And you know what? AB came through though. He had a big game yesterday. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, he so he avoided structural damage. He could play versus Washington. Okay, because you know Mike Evans is important to that that wide receiver yeah. core, obviously. Yeah, but you know what? You're playing Washington. You let AB in there, and and if you you know you use Mike Evans situationally uh, to rest him as much as you can because you're going to need him as they as they go on. Thanks, Stiz, day-to-day. There we go. As always, Stiz with the uh, – Look at that. Adam Schefter on the report. There you go, Stiz. Yeah. yeah. I know. Hold on. Let me – I fixed this, Stiz. Hold on here. Where? Let me see where, where, where I have it here. Hold on. Just for you, too, Stiz. Why is this not working? Well, there you go. Never mind. Yeah, I can't get it to work. But, hey, just this, this thing, man. So, Stiz, I think it's six straight now, 25 and six prop bets. We might be able to pull Stiz's arm this weekend and get one for Saturday and one for Sunday, hopefully. So, uh, we'll see We'll see if Stiz can do that for us because uh, what a run. Like I said, I think it's like 80. So, honestly, 25, 80%. Yeah, he's like 82% or something. I mean, that's just unheard of in gambling. So, uh yeah, maybe we can convince Stiz to give us two this weekend. One for Saturday, one for Sunday. <laughs> I'll put it up there. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what she said. I know. <laughs> I know. Your wife tells me that all the time every time I come over. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, but now, um, like I said, I'm, I'm excited, though, too, about you know, obviously the three games. No, I didn't day. hear this. I didn't hear that. Really? Nah. <laughs> we, we didn't know. We didn't Thanks know. for letting us know, Stiz. We didn't hear. <laughs> um, but, no, excited for the game Saturday. Uh, obviously kicking off with Bill's Colts. And that's going to be a good game because, look, ultimately I think Josh Allen's going to be too much. Um, Phillip Rivers, like I said, I think his, his better days are behind him, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think the Bills will win that game. But looking forward to getting together with you Saturday. And because obviously yeah, we're so going to do Saturday instead of Thursday. Programming right. note, guys, we're not going to be on Thursday. Uh, we're going to come on Saturday morning uh, 10, at 10 a.m. So we're going to be Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Now and through, I guess, to the Super Bowl probably. Right. You know? Well, right. Until at the championship weekend when it's yeah. Sunday, obviously. There's no right, Saturday right, that right. day. But, yeah. Right. Yep. Sounds good to me. So we'll go. Uh, you got anything? Uh, you got any picks? Uh, any basketball? Anything you're looking at tonight? Well, anything, you know, you I'm, anything out there? You know, Joe you know, Fuller brought it up. Waiting, chopping at the bit. Joe Fuller, I'm going to go with that. Um, I, I like Charlotte tonight against the Sixers. Not, you know, it's it's eight points tonight. Um, I think they find a way to keep it close. I think the Sixers will win. And to talk about my my Sixers, I like how they look this year. Look, the schedule's been easy, but. The cable bill coach. <laughs> That's great, Sammy. <laughs> not even a cable bill. That's great. That's great. Um, but no, you know the Sixers. The schedule hasn't been too tough, but I like how they're playing. Doc Rivers. They look their first place in the Eastern Conference. Doc Rivers. I think coaching them up. They definitely look better late in games. And Embiid's taking the ball over in the fourth quarter. So long way to go. But I, I like how they look. I'm, I'm excited about the Sixers. Um, We'll see what happens, man. But I and I'm hoping Maury obviously will uh, maybe make a couple tweaks to trade deadline and bring another shooter or so, you know some bench. But I, I like how the Sixers look. And the Knicks are looking great. And and what did I say? What did I say b- before the season? I said the Knicks are going to be on the cusp of playoffs. Okay, they might they're not the eight seed, but but they'll be within a few games. I think you watch. They're playing really well. They've come up with some wins. You know, so just just keep keep your eye on them. The Knicks on the cusp of the playoffs. It's early, coach. Just give it some time. I know it's early, and I'm excited, man. You know, the Giants starting to turn things around. The Knicks winning some games. You know, the Yankees are are you know a, a, a game away or you know a couple pieces away. You know, and and the Rangers are there. So you know, we got yeah, coach now, coach. That's the one thing, too, because it's been kind of quiet, obviously. You know, you haven't really heard anything about baseball free agency. Now, I know that's kind of been the norm lately, 
but still a lot of good free agents out there. Trevor yeah. Bar Bauer. Uh, we don't know anything about JT Riamaltu. LeMahieu, your boy from the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Now um, I just actually just read, just read that the uh, Dodgers are in on the uh, the LeMahieu uh, sweepstakes. They're going to drive the price up, and you know that's what happens when you sit when you sit on your hands. Just sign the guy. Give the guy. They said they were twenty five million apart. So give him the extra year and and the twenty five or whatever. Get it done. Yeah, let yeah, him, yeah, wait, so wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You look at the Yankees. Where are you getting that production? You take him out of the lineup. Where's that production coming from? You don't yeah. have a guy to to replace him with. Just pay the man. He's been yeah. the most productive guy the last two seasons. Yeah. No, so, and coach, he got it done. And I, I agree with you 100%. He's so important to the top of that lineup, too. Yeah. I mean, he's just a patient hitter. Looked great in that lineup last year. You don't want to mess with that. And, you know, I know it's not in – Obviously, the American League, but man, the Padres made some real good moves. Yeah, bringing in Blake Snell, which is yeah. good for you because obviously he was the guy, game seven starter for the Rays that was upset they got taken out. But yep. Blake Snell goes to the Padres, and you, Darvish, I don't know if the deal got completed. Yeah, it's but, done. He's okay, there. so he's with the Padres. Hey, man, the Padres are going to be tough. Yeah, uh, the Padres can hit the ball. So, yeah, they're going to, I think, don't be surprised the Padres take down the Dodgers and make it to the world series next year. In fact, I already bet the Padres to win the world series with the Mets. I think both, you know, cause the Mets, I think are still going to make some moves, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what's up, Angela. How you doing, Angela? Yeah. Coach hanging out with Sammy too much, getting a contact. Huh? Yeah. Sammy, <laughs> Sammy's like Snoop Dogg. That's all I'm going to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hockey nine days. It's weird that we don't have any hockey. I know it is, but it, you know, looking forward to it. I don't know if you heard too that the the Flyers are going to play an outside game in um, man, what's it? Lake, not Lake Placid. That's New York. What's yeah. the place? Is it Utah? It's one of those lakes that freezes over. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Uh, I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank now. It's one of those. Lakes. Lakes. <laughs> yeah, I did sound terrible. Hold on. Yeah. Hey, Nick, where's your cousin, man? Where's your cousin, the hockey guy? Yeah, I know. Yeah, the, uh, here we go. Lake Tahoe. It's not Lake Tahoe, man. No, it is Lake Tahoe. That's it. Lake Tahoe. What? Lake Tahoe? Yeah, he, he says one. He's right. Lake Tahoe. Vegas? Are they playing Vegas? Um, that, Lake Tahoe's in Nevada, so. I think they're playing the Bruins. Then it would be somewhere up in – I don't think it's Lake Tahoe because that's – No, in, it is Lake Tahoe. It's two but that's in Nevada. That's in Nevada, Nevada, Nick. I so know Lake it is. Tahoe is nowhere near Boston. Hold on. The Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights are going to play, and then the Bruins and the Flyers are going to play. So Vegas is playing, play? just not against the Flyers. I don't know if it's a real lake, Angela. Yeah, I don't think no, that's Angela, No worries. Guys, no worries. around, all of a sudden someone falls through the yeah. ice. <laughs> no, the NHL has already contacted me. Nevada Nick will be the official ice tester for the, the, the games out in Lake Tahoe. I'm going to get on the ice and make sure they're nice and sturdy and give it a jump oh, up and down. You know, you know what? I, I was about to text you last night because I after that first series with, with Nate in there, I thought I thought you'd be in the locker room suiting up, getting ready to come out. <laughs> <laughs> arm up. Hey, man, I'd have given you a better chance than Nate Sudfield. No doubt, really man, no doubt. <laughs> oh man you know but we'll see uh you know can't wait get a little uh hockey uh going we got basketball going so we got some stuff we got some big things coming up on the show as well here uh so stick around stick to it make sure you head over to youtube uh subscribe bring the bell we greatly appreciate it angela um just what you said, but that would no. It's cool. in Lake Tahoe. I just don't know if it's on a real t lake. The games yeah, are going to be in Lake Tahoe. Yeah, outside yeah. venue somewhere. But yeah, so yeah, Angela, I'm going to reach out to you. You know, we'll have you on again. Uh, we'll talk some uh, some Raiders and uh, the moves with the Raiders. Yeah, and uh, we were just talking, Angela, about the Raiders about Gruden again at the end of the game when they went for two. It like all you see was just chaos. Everybody's running around, and then the Broncos go because the Raiders had no timeouts. Yeah, so they 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 were screwed. They were gonna have to take a delay of game penalty, and then freaking uh, Vic Fangio goes and bails out the, which is amazing, Coach. You see all these mistakes by these head coaches. 
you're in the league, man. Right. How are you making right. mistakes like this? Gruden, Fangio, McCarthy. I mean, it's pretty Doug Peterson not kicking the field goal. It's pretty uh it's pretty amazing that, you know, you have one of thirty two jobs in the best league in football, right. and yet you still see poor coaching. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's situational. It's situation and that and I think that's what everybody overlooks. With Bill Belichick, they always look at X's and O's, X's and O's, but Belichick is the master of situational football. Look, he won the Super Bowl because he didn't call a timeout. Seattle had to rush that play, and they they blow it. Yeah, and And Butler was sitting on that too because they practice it right in practice, and he knew it was coming. Like Coach said, situational football, and he said if they do this, jump it. And what did he do? He jumped it. Look. Belichick's that good, and I really believe this. If you took Belichick and put him on the Chargers, they'd have made the playoffs. They'd have been oh, 11, yeah, 12 win team. With that kind of roster and that kind of offense, yep. Belichick's just going to design his defense good enough to disguise and, and, and screw your quarterback up. Yeah, I mean, th- that's a good yeah, roster. Belichick is the master at finding out, okay, you do this great, I'm going to take that away. Right. Make- Beat us some way else. So, right. and, you know. and coach, he's great too at f- hiding his players' weaknesses and playing yeah. to their strengths. He's great right. at that. That's why you see these guys that, you, you know, go to like, I know a couple guys came to the Eagles and stunk, but then they go back to New England. Patrick Chunk, perfect example. And he's a Pro Bowler again. You right. know, it, you see it all the time where they have success in New Samuel. England. And he, what's that? <laughs> What'd you say? Dante Samuel. But, well, <laughs> no, he was good with the Eagles, though. He was good for the first couple of years. He really was. No, who is that they signed the big contract to? And he oh stopped. no, that's Asamoah from the Asimov, Raiders. Of course, it would be the Raiders. Oh, and he came from the Raiders too. My bad. Yeah, Namdi. Yeah. yeah, he was more interested in acting. So yeah, you know, there you go. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he was a bum. <laughs> we so. should have known he played for the Raiders. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Angela, but so. they've been they've been tough to watch, man. They've been tough to watch, that's for sure. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging out. Remember, uh, no show Thursday. We'll be here Saturday morning previewing all, you know, Saturday's three games. We'll be here Sunday morning previewing all Sunday, all three games on Sunday. Nevada Nick will have his picks. We'll twist his his arm. We'll make sure we have some prop bets out of them uh, for you guys. Uh, so we'll be uh, we'll be really uh, really into it. Can't wait for Saturday. Playoffs are here, uh, so very excited. So hopefully you guys will join us. Make sure you like the page and uh, come back. Remember Nevada underscore Nick uh, Instagram uh, Twitter. Uh, you know Nevada Nick is it Nevada Nick wins at W Y N N S. If you want to get, you know, see if, you know, you got to send your uh, 695 and he'll give you a be- uh, a pick or two. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and if you call now, it's buy two, get one free, you know, yeah. so we'll see. But all right, guys, thanks for hanging out. We appreciate it. We'll see everybody Saturday. Have a great week. Stay safe uh, and uh, tell your friends, share the show. Thanks.